On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks signed Dwight Powell and Dante Exum. But what else is left? They've still got stuff to do. Talk about that on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Oh, oh, believe it shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Lockdown Mavs your first listen of the day. Join the Raccoon Squad, be an everydayer, subscribe, follow for free, just search Lockdown Mavericks wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below let us know in the comment section what's something the mavericks have to do still in free agency let us know that if you want to support the show text us get text alerts from us i've been sending out texts all day long today and yesterday any rumor that i see especially since twitter was down (laughs) and twitter was 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 being weird down on purpose i guess according to elon musk uh join us on subtext uh click the link below or uh, text the number in the description and you'll get text alerts from us. I'm sending out all the rumors that I see and all that throughout the day. Uh, you probably knew before anybody else. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The free agency day two toddler. The one more thing, King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Yeah, I got a thing at the top. I wanted to uh, just announce to all of our listeners to uh, to kind of address all of the um, extreme levels of downloads over the past week. Um, we've applied the following temporary uh, limits uh, to listening to the pod. Uh, if you are a day one, uh, you get you know forty you know like a, a full like forty percent of the podcast that you get to uh, listen to. Uh, if you just hopped on board. Over the past you know few months, you can only listen to the first ten minutes, and literally, if you just hop on board over the past twenty four hours, you get just the intro. So uh, it's just going to help us on the back end a little bit, help us you know with all the downloads that's happening. So uh, yeah, go touch grass. <laughs> yeah, if you were not paying attention to Twitter today, Elon Musk, there is something happened to the to the site for some reason, and everybody was getting uh, li- rate limit exceeded all over the place because basically you're only allowed to see a certain number of tweets every day, not tweet a certain amount of times, see a certain number of tweets. It was, it was a complete mess. Tweet deck still works by the way. I've never, Hey, my, my Twitter notifications still worked, which I'm like, this is all really, this is all really, yeah, it's all really, to be honest. Uh, but no, it was, uh, I couldn't even see my own tweets at a certain point. Just a, just a really weird situation on there but uh i think they just broke something and they need to fix it so they're like all right we gotta hold everybody back for a little while (laughs) then we're gonna go yeah i mean nothing like investing into a website and then telling people not to go to it today's show we'll get into the mavericks free agency they signed dwight powell back like we like we said if you listen to this podcast you know they're gonna do that they signed dante exum which came out of left field to me and so we we signed the best dante today (laughs) at least the taller one we'll talk about that dante and then uh, what the Mavericks have to do next, and who's left, who's out there, what can the Mavericks do? So let's start with the two signings that they made. Dwight Powell comes back on a three-year, $12 million deal. When I first saw this, I was like, okay, that's like $4 million a year. How is that going to actually work out? I think it does work out to be about the vet minimum because the new vet minimum in with this new CBA is uh, is around like 3 point something million. J.J. Reddick talked about it recently, uh, and then 
if it wasn't the vet minimum, it would be taken into the Mavericks MLE. And so a bunch of people were concerned about that earlier today. Mark Stein, you know, refuted that report on his Substack and said that it's not the MLE. Why would the Mavericks like ruin their flexibility by doing that? Basically is his, was his response to a question about it. So they're either, it's either just the vet minimum or they, they can use his rights to sign over the cap since they have his rights already and they didn't renounce them. So that's the deal for Dwight Powell, but he's coming back on a three-year deal. A great, great value. I mean, I love it. I mean, the only way I wouldn't... Like, don't, like the Walmart brand of, of things that are not as good as the other things? <laughs> great value. Uh, uh, no, no, but I mean, honestly, I mean, we've been expecting back on a minimum to get him on a minimum basically for three years. Um, everything that you want in a, in a vet that can play some minutes like Dwight's not a Dwight's not a guy like a DeAndre Jordan that's just not going to play at all like he can you know spot start here and here and there if somebody gets hurt or hopefully just spot start and not be the starting um but but there's so much there, there's so many intangible things that having a guy like Dwight not only is he going to be you know way up there on the list in all-time games played for for the Mavericks in franchise history but just everything you want in a pro off the court and in the locker room and teams are dying for guys like that and you know he's friends with, uh, with, with Luca and you know you bring these young guys in there and they get to learn how to be a pro from Dwight Powell like that's a plus right there and but it's all there's so many smaller things with Dwight like you know setting a pick how to roll to the rim like these are things that sound so dumb and simple to like I want to say like the casual but like if you have a young big that you just invested a lottery pick in I would just say your locker better be next to him and I don't want you doing anything outside of what you better I want you to be Dwight Powell's shadow for like this entire season, learn from him how to do everything uh, because he already has more talent than Dwight. Um, he just has to learn all the intangible stuff from Dwight. So I thought it was a great signing. And uh, the only way I'd be upset about it is if they came out right now and said he's a starting center. So it's good on that number, right? Like a minimum for, for three years. He should be the Udonis Haslam of the Mavericks, right? Like he should be. I mean, he's better than Haslam was this year. No, I'm saying like Udonis, Udonis Haslam when he was Udonis, like at the same age, right? At the same age, oh, okay, Udonis okay, Haslam yeah. was playing. When he was 32, he played like 19 minutes a game. Then it dropped to 14. Then it dropped to 16, and then it dropped to seven. We should be in that area where he's dropping to like he's dropping to like 15 minutes a game or so, like Udonis Haslam did. And then he you know drops off even more and just becomes you know the the vet on the bench. And every and Mavericks fans should be excited about about him coming back for this. But he's been thrust into this you know, spot starting center, like, you know, and he's been the poster child for a lot of the Mavericks problems, rebounding, you know, rim protection, all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's kind of not his fault that he's been thrust into this role. The Mavericks haven't been able to put a, an actual starting center around them uh, and around him, but he also only played 19 minutes a game last year. I would hope that that would go down a little bit with, with Derek Lively. Maybe Rashawn Holmes gets some of that. Um, the other thing is that the Mavericks are actually better when he was on the court last year. They were five points per 100 possessions better on offense, two points per 100 possessions better on defense when he was on the floor compared to, you know, any other center or anybody else on the on the floor. And so they they were better. So it's not like he's this drag on the rest of the team. He's just been put into a role that he shouldn't be, and there's no other – there hasn't been another replacement for him that stepped up last year, the year before that, <laughs> or, or whatever. And so here we are with Dwight Powell again. But, again, in a vacuum, it's a fine signing – would you rather do the Jock Landale deal? 
I do like Landale, but I I don't want to be like skewed by you know one you know a couple games in the playoffs there. So four years thirty two compared to four years twelve. No, give me Dwight. Uh, three yeah. years twelve. Yeah, give me Dwight at three years and twelve. Yeah, I mean he's basically making. You're, you're cutting into your MLE for Landell, right? And I'm not. He's making that. he's making double what Dwight Powell is, and you're like, okay, well, I, I don't think he's double the player mm-hmm. with Dwight Powell. So compare it like that. They got a, they they probably got a discount on Dwight Powell to be honest, even though a lot of us probably don't look at it and say that it is. So that's the thing with Dwight Powell. The other, and so he comes back, and now the Mavericks. The Mavericks still have to add a center, right? Like if, the the question in the comment section is. What do the Mavericks still have to do? They still should add a starting center. I still will hold true to the fact that if Dwight Powell is the starting center on day one, it will be a failure from the front office because they still need to add that. That's the only way to fix what ailed them last year so badly. Rebounding, rim protection, you know, all that, like rim rolling, all that kind of stuff. They need to add that in a center. And they're not just they're not going to get it out of Rashawn Holmes, I don't think. Derek Lively doesn't seem like the Mavericks believe that he's going to be that right away. Like he, they're not penciling him in as the starting center right away, and so they still need to do that. The Mavericks have a plan now with Derek Lively coming along, and they have some spot some spot start center, but not a stopgap center, right? Like it's just yeah. just below that with Rashawn Holmes and Dwight Powell. Like they're they're spot starters, not stopgap players like a stopgap player would actually be one that you would consider okay he's better than all the rest of them he's definitely going to start and so they don't have that yet and so they still need to do that yeah the only thing that scares me at that I was, sorry i was trying to find this on twitter but you know haha uh but i'll end up finding it tim mcmahon you know tweeted this early today after the white news said mavs expect dwight powell to be a part of their center platoon and serve as an excellent mentor for rookie lottery pick Derek lively that scares me a little bit it yeah. Coming up next, let's. It'll let's be a con- failure if, if they go that route. It will be a failure, right? Like I'm, I'm yeah. not going to mince words on it anymore. Let, let, let's talk about. Let's put a bow on the center thing real quick, and then we can move on to Dante. Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You can go to Prize Picks right now, and all you have to do is pick two to six players, and more or less on their Prize Picks projections, you can pick more or less on like a hitter's fantasy score in baseball or the shots on goal in in soccer or all kinds of stuff. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers any sport you want to watch. NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, college basketball, men's and women's, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, where Dante Exum just came from, cricket, and more. So you can go check out Prize Picks. You can download their app or go to prizepicks.com. Sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100, the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, they'll give you $100 because of that 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use the promo code locked on. Again, the promo code is locked on. Sign up and get an instant deposit match of up to $100. Prizepicks.com. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Locked On Maps, being part of the show, listening in, hanging out with us on, a, on an off day, usually for us, but we're going every day. The Dallas Mavericks signed Dwight Powell back. Tim McMahon alludes to the center platoon, which would be a failure. It's still not done yet. They could still make another move, but with the center position, they right now have Dwight Powell, Derek Lively, Rashawn Holmes, JaVale McGee, Maxi Kleba, who plays some minutes at center. That's a lot of just dudes. 
Yeah, that scares me a little bit. Just him using that word platoon. That if they want to, you know, we've been talking about ball, you know, the bullpen for a long time. That and this would be the summer that they would make a bigger investment. I will say this: just because they haven't made the investment doesn't mean that they haven't tried. We know that they've tried for DeAndre. I don't care. We we know. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm just saying. I really like, don't we, care. We we know they've tried. We know they've tried for Clint Capella. Um, they're going for it. They want to. It's just. At some point, you probably have to draw the line. They probably have a whiteboard somewhere and said, "All right, here's the centers that are the investment that we're willing to go, you know, give up assets for." At what point are you drawing the line and saying we'd rather just do the platoon until we find something in the season? That's the part that scares me a little bit. I'm still pretty confident that they're going to pull off a trade for a wing. Um, the platoon talk scares me a little bit for the for the bigs. So, yeah. The only positive about the platoon is that it opens the door for Derek Lively to be the best one much earlier. <laughs> yeah. That's my yeah. only that's the only positive I'm taking away from it. Other than that, uh, I guess it gives Rashawn Holmes a chance to to prove himself in the NBA again, but he, he even him like he, the player that he is, he's not going to bring the defense and rebounding that you really want. I mean, that's not the type of player he really is. JaVale was, if we look back at last year, JaVale coming in was that type of player that was a really good rim protector for the the, the Suns. So we were more encouraged about that. Like, oh, he's definitely going to be better than Dwight. We saw how that worked out. <laughs> we saw how that worked out last season. It wasn't. JaVale doesn't seem to be in their plans for center, according to, uh, according to Tim McMahon and Mark Stein and those that have talked about it. And so now here we are. Here we are. But things are far from being over. I mean, right, right, right. D- Damian Lillard's going to be traded. James Harden's probably going to be traded. I mean, these are massive moves that typically take three, sometimes four teams. You know, up until Friday, things aren't official for all these moves. So, in a lot of the trades that, I mean, like that Dylan Brooks thing today, it looks like it's going to turn into like a four team oh trade and trade exceptions and players going. So, I'm not, I'm not getting worked up about it from Dallas's angle until. You know, if we're mid middle of next week, and we're we're staring at Dwight Powell as a starting center for for the Mavs again, you know, that's kind of tough. But it, one positive is they didn't they didn't cut into the MLE, so they still have the opportunity yeah. to get better, right? Like they still have the opportunity to do that. They didn't just say, "Well, we can't do anything better. We'll just we'll just put Dwight Powell in the MLE," right? That's not what's happening with this. So that is a, a positive with this and signing Dwight. The other move the Mavericks made, Dante Exum on a one-year veteran's minimum. He's coming over from Europe. He's been playing over there for the last couple of seasons. He was drafted in 2014, the fifth overall pick by the Utah Jazz. And Isaac Harris, who selected him there? Dennis Lindsay from the Utah Jazz back then. Dennis Lindsay was the GM of the Jazz back then. He's now working in the front office of the Mavericks, so there's that connection back then, there. they did want me, no. <laughs> uh, he's 6'6". Six, six. He'll be 28 in about 12 days, which I thought was cool. And his one thing in the NBA when he came over was that he couldn't shoot the three, and he just really struggled with his shot and really struggled on the offensive end of the, you know, overall. He could he could really defend. That was his calling card in the NBA. But in the last two years overseas in Europe, he shot 45% from three. Uh, he shot 85 of 189 threes. His shot looks pretty good. It's like a little in front of his head and to the side a little bit. So it's not like the the prettiest shot. Um, but he's at, he put up good averages. They they played really well on the, the team that he was on. There's this moment where uh, Gershon Yabuseli, who was, I was playing say, for t- real- Tell the people the first text you got from me about him. 
The first act when I texted him about Dante Exum, he goes, isn't that the guy that got body slammed over, over, <laughs> over in EuroLeague? Yeah. So they're playing a EuroLeague game. It's Real Madrid versus uh, the team that Dante Exum played for. It starts with the beat. I don't know how to say it. Belgrade. And, I mean, it was Belgrade. Bel- yeah, sure. fair. Belgrade. And uh, Gershon Yabuselli used to play for the Celtics. They get into like this skirmish, and this, this the all teams get into it. They have the bench clearing because they don't have that rule, I guess. I guess in Euroleague, like they do in the NBA. And then Gershon Yabusel, who's a big guy, takes Dante Exum and body slams him in, into the ground in the middle of all this, just like a wild sequence. It's on. Uh, I texted it to all the subtext people today, and then uh, you can you can find it and search it. But um, but yeah, his team, his the Belgrade team was really good in Euroleague. They won, you know, they won the league for the first time in like a decade. Uh, he went over and played in like the, you know, in some other leagues as well. And he shot the three ball really well. Uh, Mavs draft, Richard Stamen tweeted out these numbers. Last season in Europe, Dante Exum, 96th percentile pick and roll ball handler, 96th percentile on catch and shoot shots, 90, or 81st percentile in off the dribble shooting, 94th percentile in ISO scoring. So like he, he was very efficient and did a lot of things there. What I think he brings is he does bring another, a bigger guard defender. Right, he 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 now gets in line with Reggie Bullock, Josh Green, and now Dante Exum. Where you just have another option. He's the upgrade over Frank, right? Like if we're gonna go, if yeah. we're gonna look and compare last year's roster to this one. He's the upgrade over Frank that they hope for. Um, seems like he can handle the ball a little bit. He he could in the NBA when he came over the first time. And so I think he's another like capable ball handler. He's not your offensive initiator like you would want. Even though he was really good in the pick and roll in in your in your league, maybe he's grown in that in that. And then he'll he'll be better in the NBA. But I think you add him to the list of capable defenders and then semi competent ball like ball handlers. So now it's not just Luca and Kyrie and Hardy. It's Luca, Kyrie, Hardy, Curry, and Dante. So it's like you're getting a hybrid of a bunch of different things that you kind of needed. Listen, I mean he's he's a a, a vet minimum guy. So yeah. uh, you know you're not up in arms about this. It's not cutting into the MLE and 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 all that. You're not up in, you're you're not up in arms about this. Don't don't do it. Don't don't be up in arms about this. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just saying. Like I mean, he he's a good. You know, bring him to camp. It's a guaranteed contract. I know that screams. Hey, he's definitely gonna be on the roster. Which I mean, sure. Uh, but it doesn't it doesn't mean he's automatically gonna be on the roster. Right. What if somebody like a Mike Miles, you know, beats him out and yeah. and he's like, hey, he gets a regular spot or something. But give the example. Sam Dallenbear. <laughs> <laughs> Every year. Not, I go back to Sam Dallenbear <laughs> and Solid Med Street. Sam Dallenbear had a, a guaranteed deal. He gets cut in camp. Solid makes the team and, and all that stuff. So it doesn't guarantee you anything. But I do like the flyer part of it. Every, yeah. Basically, everything I, I, I said about the Tim for Markel Fultz swap, like he's not a, he's obviously not as good as Markel Fultz, but like that's the, that's the role. The bigger guard who can handle the ball, but you question the shot, but he can play some defense. Uh, if he really did change the shot and that that's going to be his thing moving forward, I mean, a two-year sample size is pretty good uh, compared to – it's not like it's like, hey, in 15 games he did yeah, right. blah, 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 blah. Um, that would be huge for him. And, you know, fellow Australian, so you know him and Josh Green are, are buds and, and all of that. So, um, Do we know that? Well, I mean, they, play, they won a bronze medal together. So, it's true. It's true. Uh, so, anyway, I, I, I like the – I like the swing on it. If if anybody knows his potential, it's Dennis Lindsay. So right. he has a relationship with him. He drafted him, like we said. I mean, it, that's not just a you know just throw it in there type of thing. You know, he has to you know know him pretty well. And hey, you know, he's kept track on him and said, let's let's take a swing. It's a vetman deal, 
and they they don't need another small guard in there. Let's add a, a bigger guard, Big a six six guard, guard uh, to, you know, to the Jaden Hardy, Seth Curry uh, of the world. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, with this, with Dante and with Dwight Powell, it it marks the the Mavericks. Every everything that they've done so far has been good business in the NBA. I think right, like has been good process. If, like so, the way some people talk about it, their draft was very good. Getting getting Kyrie back at the deal he was. Uh, we did learn from Mark Stein that Kyrie was negotiating the player option. The Mavericks intended for it to be a team option, but Kyrie negotiated it up to a player option in that third year. Mark Stein talked about it on The Freak today. He did his like one-hour radio thing. Jake Fisher jumped on there. There's a couple of, couple of things I'll go through from that. Uh, but we know that that's what he was really negotiating. Uh, but the Maver- I think the Mavericks still did a good job with it. You know, If Kyrie's a flight risk, then that player option, I mean, he, he'll, <laughs> he'll turn it down and leave, right? Like If, if that's yeah. the, the worst case. Um, Stein also said though, that he doesn't think the Kyrie trade is, tr- uh, contract is tradable, which I disagree with. Everybody's trade. Like everybody's been through Bradley Beal just got traded. Like, I think, I think he'll be, traded. I mean, at the current moment, because we didn't, there weren't a lot of teams lining up for his services. Right. So at the current moment, yes, it seems not very but likely to be traded, much, but it was much harder to do a sign in trade than it is for him to just be straight up traded after when he can be after he signed the contract. Right. Like, so. It'll be easier then, but that's Mark. That's Mark Stein's opinion from talking around the league that he doesn't think that contract would be tradable. Um, You're not making that contract right now to trade him. So yeah. Also. Yeah. True. Also. Yeah. Um, Matt Stein reiterated the Mavs are still looking for a wing with the MLE. They still have the full MLE $12.4 million. So they still have that. Um, Jake Fisher had reported the Mavs had in, real interest in Dylan Brooks. He goes to the Rockets for four years, $80 million. The Mavericks couldn't have paid for him. That's wow. two guys the Mavericks targeted that went for $20 million a year in Bruce Brown and Dylan Brooks, which is wild. That I was text. I texted everybody on the subtext line uh, that Dylan Brooks contract and just bringing him to the Rockets at all is awful to me. I mean, that, that just makes yeah. no sense to me to bring in that personality with what he wants to do on like, just forget the antics and all the all the stuff that he did, like on the Grizzlies at the end that made the Grizzlies go, under no circumstances are you coming back. Just his offensive game with the rest of those Rockets in the style of play they played last year. Ime Odoka has his work cut out for him, man. Like that dude wants to take a bunch of shots, and he takes bad shots. He drove Grizzlies fans crazy with the type of shots that he takes. Uh, yeah, I think that's the worst contract handed out in free agency so far. Yeah. Uh, it, it's above Jeremy Grant's for me. Yeah. I don't really have a problem with Van Vliet's at all. Um, I just, yeah, it's longer than Van Vliet's. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And if I'm a Houston fan, man, I'm just going to get pissed a little this year. Like knowing that you have four years of Dylan Brooks and he's going to like, he's going to take minute. Like you got to start him, right? Like, and it's like, yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Now you're playing him over some of your young guys. So I mean, does he take Jabari's spot in the starting? There's spot? no way. I mean, you can't bench Jabari. Yeah. Vliet, I don't really. I mean, but then, I mean, it's the Rockets. Take, I don't give a crap about the Rockets. But. I, yeah. So the Mavericks aren't in on that. Um, but to your point earlier, Mark Stein also said the Mavs prioritize a new starting center. They've tried Aiton, Capella. They also were going to try for Nas Reed, but he didn't make it to free agency. Uh, they probably the, try with Brooke Lopez. We've also heard that they tried with um, Jared Allen for a trade as well. Um, Mark Stein didn't say that specifically, but. Um, but yeah, here we yeah. are. So, so who who's left? I kind of want to do that. I have a couple other things I want to do. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I was going to say the Houston thing that I, I do think there there was a path for Dylan Brooks to Dallas if Brooke Lopez took the Houston money. Right, yeah, so, Mark Stein said that too. Um, yeah, I think that's very real, but 
he didn't. And look, Houston said, "Hey, come be on our sucky team for yeah. twenty million a year," and he's getting twenty million a year. So, I mean, you look at a guy like him. You look at a guy like Bruce Brown. Um, even you know, you look at Brooke Lopez, who they you know Mavericks probably had interest in, and he yeah. gets over twenty million. So, these guys that you're like, man, I wish Dallas could have had him. Yeah, me too, to an extent, but they just can't afford that that amount. I don't know if I want some of these guys for that amount. No, Dolan Dolan Brooks is that amount or that length of contract. Uh, here are the guys that are left in free agency. Yeah. P.J. Washington, restricted. Grant oh, Williams, love it. restricted. P.J. Washington's my number one. Like, I would take him over Grant Williams right now. But And, be, and I'm putting restricted. it up as an option because the the Hornets are interested in Grant Williams. My, Michael Scott of Hoops Hype said that they're considering putting down an offer for him. They have P.J. Washington and Miles Bridges on restricted, and they haven't, like, sent them an offer or anything. And so – uh, and so, yeah, if they rescind one of those guys to make room and to sign Grant Williams, because right now all the Hornets could offer is the same the Mavericks could offer. And so if you're going back and forth and like, oh, well, the Celtics will match both of those, then they've got to up it. And so to up it, you'd have to get rid of one of those guys. And so I don't know why they would do that with P.J. Washington for Grant Williams. Like, I don't know if you do that trade, like, <laughs> straight up. I don't think I would. I mean, you could be looking at some three-team stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you could do that too. But so those guys are both restricted. Matisse Tybel is still restricted. Um, Io DeSumo is still restricted. So yeah, those are. I, mean, those I don't are, know if I'd fit now, but those are four options for the Mavericks. If the if you want to look at some, uh, the first three I think are very good and would be great if they got any any one of those. Other guys, Eric Gordon, is still out there. He had interest from the Lakers, but they're out of it. Yep. Um, Tory Craig from the Suns is a big a big wing. The Mavericks could take a, a flyer on. He's got some playoff experience. Derek Jones Jr., still out there. Malik Beasley, Kelly Oubre. Those are the wings that are available for agency right now. Mm. Yeah, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. I mean, I, I like Grant. I like um, P.J. Washington. Um, there's a few of those guys left that, you know, I like for a reasonable amount. But um, I'm still looking at the trade stuff. I, I think we're still going to get one, maybe even two different Mavs trades uh, to help remake some of this roster a little bit. And, that's why I'm I'm really looking at that group. If you're looking at the Mavs roster right now, when I write out the Mavs roster uh, at the moment, like I write Kyrie and Luca at the top, yeah, and then I then I write those those five names uh, together of Reggie, Javale, Tim, Maxi, and Rashawn Holmes, and I put those like five names together there because I I think that's the group that you're looking at right now. Because then after that, then you got the four young guys, then you got the three new signees uh, in Seth, Dwight, and Dante. So Mavericks technically at the current moment have one open roster spot. So, you know, one, one guaranteed spot. Like if you're just going off, right. you know, how many you know players they can take up to 20 to camp. Uh, so, you know, we can get a few more signees here and there to, for camp stuff. But as far as like one guaranteed spot, they'll probably take more to camp now that they have 18 or that they have uh three two way guys too. Right. I mean, yeah, 21, 22, some of these dudes that, you know, they bring to camp, then they'll be on Frisco this year. But Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm still expecting some trade stuff. Um, it wouldn't shock me if they got in on, um, you know, I think it, somebody reported, so it's public about the Grant Williams stuff. Um, Dallas being interested in, in Grant Williams. Yeah. Who was that, Jake Fisher? Yeah, Jake Fisher mentioned it on the on the radio today. That they're, still, they're still interested in him. Yeah, so whether whether they land him, whether it's a you know they're involved in a three team trade, you know, with him, 
yeah, there's, I mean, there's definitely, you know, interest there. So there's still some ways in free agency. If not, you're looking at some trade stuff and right. I mean, do they revisit the Deandre Hunter stuff at that point? You know, before what we hear that, Hey, you know, Tim McMahon's on hoop collective saying that they like Deandre Hunter, but not at that price. Well, what if the free agent, you know, <laughs> pool dries up that price might look a little bit better for Deandre Hunter. So the Hawks also added, they did a weird trade today where they took in Ty Ty yeah. Washington and Usman Garuba with a couple of seconds from the Rockets just to clear space so the Rockets could clear space to get Dylan Brooks and Jeff Green. And they did a trade for Landale. They did, yeah, and Landale. So that they needed some space to do all that stuff. So they, they dumped those. They dumped few, like they dumped former first round picks, like two Josh former Christopher first round to picks. Memphis. Yeah, Josh Christopher went to Memphis, and the, uh, the Dylan Brooks tech ended up being a sign and trade. But, They're like, screw this. We don't want these young guys anymore. Yeah, like, like, we'll, we'll cut our young this. guys in half, and then we'll. And we'll or Ime was like, "Don't you dare put me with a bunch of kids. <laughs> I ain't doing this." Uh, so now they have like a vet side and a young guy side, but they did that. So my point of all that is that the Hawks brought in a couple contracts. They I, they still need to make some moves. They they dumped John Collins, but I think they'll make one more move between DeAndre Hunter and Clint Capella, and so we'll see what happens w- with that um, for them. I I have, a, I have one more thing I want to do, which here I'll next time we'll wait till it's three seconds left to talk. I'm I have ready. a list. I have a list of the the moves that went down that the Mavericks could have done. Like they could have signed these guys to a minimum or to uh, some somewhere in the mid level. Okay. And say, tell me if they like. Oh man, yeah, they missed. Could out. if that if that player wanted to come to Dallas. Correct. Like just just money wise, you can't look at Dylan just Brooks. Money, yeah. You can't look at Bruce Brown. Like what did the Ma- what have the Mavericks actually missed on? Is kind of what I want to point out. Yeah. Dante DiVincenzo, four years, fifty million dollars to the Knicks. Have fun with your Villanova guys. He gets paid double what he got, over double what he got paid last year. Dennis Schroeder, Toronto, two years, $26 million. Not in that business for me. <laughs> Gabe Vincent, three years, $33 million to the Lakers. I mean, I think when it's all said and done, like if there was nobody else Dallas could get. I, I like Vincent, so, I mean. He would have been fine. They did, they did miss out on that, but he went to the Lakers. He went for the full MLE. So if that's your full MLE guy, what, what problem no. are you solving for the Mavericks, right? Like, yeah, no. Javon Carter goes to the Bulls, three years, $20 million. No, you know, but... Bigger defensive, like a defensive guard, but yeah, again, not solving any of your problems. Jalen McDaniels, not Jaden, to Toronto, two years, $9 million. I like him. Yeah, I, I think if they missed out on, you know, like Grant, PJ, some of these other things, and they still have the MLE, he would be one that I would be like, yeah, I think if you want to split up the split up the MLE, I would have been down for him. The problem with like a Jalen McDaniels to me is wouldn't he just take minutes from Omax? <laughs> like I would just rather than play Omax at that point. Possibly, yeah. Right, like at, at with with this roster as we know it, Patrick Beverly one year veteran mid veteran minimum. Uh, vet men, sure. I mean, yeah, like okay, yeah. so so they missed out on that one, but you're not you're not feeling too bad about that. Kade Bates job to the Suns two years five million dollars. I think this is a sneaky like under the radar signing, but again. You know, you bring him in, but he's not changing your rotation really. Yeah, I, he I has a chance to start one. for the Suns, though, according to according to their report. Everybody has a chance to start for the Suns. Drew Eubanks, center for the Suns, two years, five million dollars. No, he doesn't. He doesn't change your world with the center rotation right now. So, like, those are the ones that I look at and go, okay, those some of those guys can play some defense, and those are the ones that the Mavericks could have paid for that I say maybe maybe they should have done those. Um, Torian Prince, the Lakers, one year. Four point five million dollars. That's one. That yeah, I, I like look, that one. That's when I look at and say, okay, they, they they missed out on that one. 
I mean, but he he got their their biannual, so you could right. you could have you could have the debate like Seth or Prince. Well, he could have been part of their mid level. Is what I'm saying. Like they could have they could have upped the, the Lakers offer a little bit and then done that. But maybe he wanted to go play with LeBron, play in LA. Like he, yeah. you just can't turn that turn that opportunity down if you want to. So that's what they missed out on. Like no, after no the, Russ. I mean, yeah, okay, Russell Westbrook. You can throw, throw that. I was just out, kidding. Just kidding. That's the list, though. So tell me which one you're really bummed out that you missed out on. And there hasn't really been a trade the Mavericks could have gotten in on. Like there, there hasn't been moves that have happened that you go. Man, the Mavs just really missed on this. So, like, we'll still we'll see if if something else happens and somebody else moves, and you're like, oh man, they really missed that one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like there were a couple smaller ones. I'm like, oh dang, that's pretty good value. But I, I, I do I, think I just I, pulled I pulled all the ones that I liked and I just I put them out there. I think there could be a debate. You know, if it goes in for a few weeks or whatever, and just seeing like, let's say that they don't have very many wings. And they don't they don't pull off a trade or something like that. Um, would there be a debate of like for that biannual Seth versus blank player? Yeah, that Torian some Prince. of these other players that took the biannual or around the biannual, biannual number. That would you have rather had a Torian Prince or a bigger wing in that four million slot to just come off the bench compared to a scoring guard? I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal because I still think that they're going to make a you know trade or one or two trades to add right. bigger wings and I and I'll like the Seth Curry, but if they yeah but if they didn't if they don't bring any like bigger more wings and all of that then I think I could see that conversation. So I I know you, I feel like our listeners hear about like you know patience a little bit uh, from us sometimes but I, I you know I need more than 48 hours in the free agency before I'm like all right I'd still expect more I still want more <laughs> they need more for me to be like all right I think they can make a deep run in the playoffs um, but there's still man there's still so many dominoes to fall in the league especially with I mean you know Dame stuff had to just trades. throw everybody today so um, shout out to getting this guy paid you know <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to Dame doing that, and then waiting till after free agency in the draft. To, Jeremy Grant better add a, a Dame dollar tattoo on his <laughs> like calf or something. Uh, Host an album listening party. Yeah, he just got him. Dame just got him like a hundred and something million. So let us know in the comment section what's one thing the Mavericks have to do in free agency going forward. And uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Regular scheduled programming. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.